What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. If you are watching on YouTube, I'm sure that you notice that this this setting's a little bit different. We're in a we're in a little different space. I have again no makeup on, and I just I just can't do it. Just I just couldn't do it today. It's like eight eight thirty where I am, eleven thirty back at home. Um, I am so if you haven't guessed, and if you're not on YouTube. I am recording this live from California. I've got my little travel microphone with me because my suitcase was already overweight as it was. But I, I got to say, I'm having a, a grand old time. My hair, though, I don't know if it's because like I'm staying in Marina Del Rey, so obviously I'm really close to the water. My hair has been so thick. It, it's got to be that because like I've used this shampoo before and I haven't used this conditioner before. I, I brought a conditioner with me that's from Living Proof. I don't know if anyone's tried it, so I don't know if it's the conditioner. I think what's more likely is it's like just like the humidity and the fact that I'm like by the salt water because that normally is what does it. But my hair has been so thick and so like like... I won't even have to go outside. I'll just be sitting here and it knots up. Like, it's like, like, if you see on YouTube, running my hands through it, it's not an easy task and it doesn't look, it doesn't look cute that way. It doesn't feel cute that way. I feel like I'm in Florida, you know, like this is how my hair feels in Florida, but whatever. Not the point. The point is we are having a fantastic time and I do want to get more into the stuff that I've done and all that, but let me, let me paint you quite the traumatic story. Okay, let's set, let's set the scene here. So for my, the first half of my trip was more of like a vacation. I was here with my cousin. She was on her spring break. So we went out, we did like touristy things, which I'll get into. And then she, like we had originally booked our flights home. And then I was like, Ooh, I'm going to stay. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay, and I'm meeting up with gym people and stuff. So the Airbnb that we were staying at, nice place, very nice place. Uh, they unfortunately were booked after, so I couldn't extend my stay there. So I had to get another stay. Um, and I've shown up to like a crappy Airbnb before in Texas. It smelled like cigarettes, like it was so gross. So I did extensive research, and I found this little loft. And it was like, uh, the person was like a super host. So it means basically that the loft was like right behind their house. So you had your own space, but it was like a behind a person's house. And I was like, you know what? That's, eh, that doesn't like, that seems like it would probably be safe. Um, I looked at the pictures and was like, oh, like this loft was really cute. And, and disclaimer, when you get inside, it is, it is a cute little loft. But anyway, I pack my bags and I'm hanging out with a friend all day trying to kill time because, you know, you got to check out at one place at 11. You can't check into the new place until three. So we're like a little bit over 10 minutes away and it's 2.45. Check-in time is three. So we're sitting there on the couch and he's like, all right, like you ready to go? And I'm like, yeah, hold on. I just got an email from the Airbnb woman giving me directions on how to get to the loft, and it's a novel. 
Like, like it was a it was a novel. If I could, if I had it up right now, I would read it to you guys. And I'm not even good at reading that kind of stuff. So I just handed the phone to him and was like, read this. And he was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, I I don't know. You know, I gotta see, honestly. I gotta see if I could find it. Hold on. You guys are gonna die at this. I honestly, I might have deleted it because I was so like, I think I did delete it. All right, whatever. Anyway, the directions are like, so you're going to have to go to our house first and get the key from the mailbox. Then when you get the key from the mailbox, go back down the street and about 15 feet from the main road, you're going to see an alley. Turn left onto the alley and then you'll see another alley and that alley's gated off. Then when you get through the gated alley, you're going to go down about three fourths of the way and there will be two doors. You're going to go through this door. Please make sure to lock the gate every single time because the homeless situation in California has gotten very bad and we don't need homeless people making campsites in the alley. Thank you. And I'm like, this girl said alley like a lot of times. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, But at at this point, it's like, okay, like what what else are we going to do? So. By the way, it's pouring rain. It has been pouring rain all day, like all day. So we get to the house. I get the key and I'm like, all right, let's let's do this step by step. We go down the street. We go down the first alley. We see the second alley. Homeless people outside, which listen, they're not always harmful, Um but sadly, in a lot of cases, a lot of them are drug addicts and stuff. And as a girl, like, I don't feel safe standing around like any strangers, really. So I wasn't too pleased. I, like, can't get this lock open for the life of me because it's so wet and slippery outside. But I finally do. I open the gate. I close the gate. I get back in the car. We start driving down. And then we get to a point where it's like, okay, we think we're probably around here, but we see no doors. And my friend's car can't possibly go any further because it would get like, like the whole alley. And this was an, this was a dirt road alley. Let me tell you, the whole alley was basically flooded or puddles because of the rain. So, um, we, we spend a decent amount of time trying to find these two doors. She doesn't tell us that one of the doors isn't visible because it's like, like one of them you could see and then the other one was, was like perpendicular to it. So in a car, like you couldn't see the other door. So we finally find it. We finally find it. He carries my stuff in so it doesn't get all wet. And then I, you know, we got to drive back. He's got to back up. I should say he's got to back up all the way down the alley because it's not wide enough to turn around. Then I have to walk back down the alley in the, in the pouring rain. Now I'm soaking wet. I'm shivering. My shoes are wet. Like, like I'm just very cold. And, you know, I get inside. And then I'm looking at the place and I'm like, okay, it's not a bad place. It's actually cute inside. But it's not rubbing me the right way. The only door in the place was to get to the alley. There was no way for me to get to the front of like, like, like where the people's houses were. So I'm like, 
how the heck am I supposed to call an Uber? If I call an Uber, I'm going to have to go to the street and wait for my Uber because it can't come pick me up at the door. And with the homeless people around and honestly just being in a city, like I don't want to do that. I don't want to just wait by myself on the street. So I call my friends and I'm like, what do you guys think I should do? And they're like, you don't seem to be comfortable here. Like, I think that you're really going to enjoy your time if you find a new place. So I'm looking at Airbnb. I haven't eaten, by the way. Like, like I haven't eaten because I've been on the move. I go back on Airbnb. I end up finding an apartment building. And I'm like, okay, that's better. I was in an apartment building the first time. I could look up what the building looks like. I could be sure that if it's an apartment building, I'm not going to have to go down an alley. (laughs) And it was in a pretty good space. And it was very cheap, like $98 a night. So I'm like, yeah, screw it. I got to get out of here. So I go to call an Uber. I cannot get an Uber for the life of me. I can't get an Uber. I can't get a Lyft. My friends that are from the area are like, oh yeah, you need to get, um, you need to order like an XL or a black, like a Lux, because it's going to be really hard to get an Uber. Trying to order a black, uh, Uber black or an XL, not working, simply no drivers connecting. So I'm on the phone with my friend Nush back at home. And she's like, I'll try. I'll, I'll try and see if I can call one for you. She gets me an Uber perfectly fine. So I'm like, what the, like, why can she get me an Uber? But I can't, I can't get an Uber. There was like no service in this place almost. So she's like, okay, got you an Uber. And I'm like, well, now I have to get out of this fucking alley. I got to get out of this goddamn alley. And my friends that live here, like, this is at like five, like four or 5 p.m. So my friends that are here were like at work. My friend that dropped me off was going to the airport. So I was like, all right, we got two options. Because I have a large suitcase, a carry-on suitcase, a backpack, and then I had a bag full of clothes and like some extra shoes that I just like, yeah, threw it in a bag. Um, Because I really need to sit down and like reorganize my suitcase before I go home. Not the point. So I thought to myself, all right, I could either make two trips, but that means I would have to at some point leave my luggage alone, either in or outside of the alley. I was in an alley. I didn't like that. And I have like, I have valuable things in both. So I was like, you just got to do it all in one shot. You got to do it all in one shot. So I got two shopping bags in one hand. I got one, the little suitcase in one hand. I got the other suitcase in another hand. I throw my purse and my phone in one of the shopping bags. And my bags keep getting stuck in the freaking mud. I am moving like one foot per minute. And Nush is like, dude, the Uber's here. And I'm like, well, he's going to have to friggin' wait because I can't do this right now. I'm slowly, slowly trudging my way. My shoes, I'm like slipping on mud. My bag getting stuck in mud. And then the shopping bag that I have just rips out the bottom. The bottom just completely tears apart. My Air Force Ones, in the mud. My pink vans, in the mud. My Birkenstocks, in the mud. My purse, in a puddle. My phone, also in a puddle. Awesome. At this point, I think I actually, like, I I wanted to cry, but I think I was just, I just didn't have enough energy where there was no way tears were going to come out. I have a lot of my friends, my friends are texting me like, are you okay? Are you okay? Keep us updated. And I'm like, I can't use my phone. It's soaking wet. 
I, long story short, I finally get to the end, like after a long time. So then I'm sitting there at the end, managed to call an Uber. Some, like some Uber picks up, finally. I get in the car and this guy was like, took one look at me and I was like, sir, bad day, bad day. And he was like, yeah, okay. So he drops me off at my new apartment building and I was so, so happy to find that it was nice and clean and secure. And I walk upstairs, I'm finally in, I see a light on. So I'm like, is somebody here? I opened opened this bedroom door. There was some kid and his girlfriend just sitting there watching TV, you know, PG-13, definitely PG-13. But I was like, my God, I'm so sorry. And they just like looked at me and I was like, um, I guess I'm sharing the apartment with you guys. And they were like, okay. And I was like, okay. And then I went back into my room, but I have my own bathroom in here. I've got my own closet. Um, I ended up going to the grocery store because it was across the street and I messaged a guy and he was like, yeah, I forgot to tell you, like it just, we split it. Um, but it's been fine. I haven't seen him. He hasn't seen me besides that one incident and we're rocking and rolling, but that was, oh, you know what? Let's put the cherry on top of this story. I go to unpack all my stuff and I'm like, you know what? I got to throw all the stuff that was on the ground in the wash. I'm missing a fucking pink van. One of my pink vans is somewhere in that goddamn alley. And when I say alley, like I actually, I showed Nush a picture and she goes, dude, you look like you're in Mexico. And I put it on my Instagram story and somebody replied and was like, where are you? And I said, Venice. And he was like, why does it look like you're in Mexico? And I said, I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't know. But that's not, you know what? I was, I'm dry. I'm safe. I'm warm now. It's been like two days since that incident. And I, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful that I found a new place. And I also want to tell this story just because if you're in a, like, am I going to get a full refund on that first Airbnb? Probably not because the woman was like kind of an asshole about it. And she was like, you canceled late. And I'm like, well, you didn't tell me that I was going to go in an alley until 15 minutes before. Like, what if I was already on my way, ma'am? What do you think it takes me 15 minutes to get from the airport to your house? No. Oh, but not the point. Um, what was I saying? Oh, no, I'm not going to get like 100% of my money back, but you should never stay in a situation where you feel unsafe and uncomfortable. And luckily, like, I, I mean, I work my ass off and make sure that I have a little bit of extra money in the bank so when situations like this happen, I can get myself out of them. Um, and I'm very grateful that I did. Otherwise, like, honestly, I might have just taken an earlier flight home and been like, bye. <laughs> I can't I can't do this. <clears throat> but other than that, the trip has been really fun. I went surfing for the first time. Me and my cousin went surfing. And so I, you, you guys know that I tried snowboarding this winter for the first time. And I don't which one was harder, <laughs> to be honest. I didn't think that snowboarding was that hard. I mean, listen, I can't do anything crazy with it. I think the hardest part about snowboarding or like the hard parts were like when I, I start to pick up speed, my body's automatically like, oh no, like, no, 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 we don't want to do this. Like, and I spaz out and kind of forget like how to control myself. Um, And you have to get used to the, you know, like 
heel, toe, like where you're putting pressure and just kind of how to make the board work, you know? Um, but getting up, it's like you just go up a ski lift or, or like whatever, and then you, you get off and you strap your other boot in and you go. Surfing, the pop-up part, and then once you're up was like pretty easy. You know, I thought that the pop-up was pretty easy and then I would just like, you know, kind of keep my hand down until I felt good and I was able to ride a lot of waves in. The hard part is one, like sometimes the wave that you're riding will stop and then it's like, okay, I'm about to jump off and another wave just smacks me from behind. And I, and then the next thing I know, I'm like underwater and you got to make sure like you kind of got to feel around before you come up to make sure you're not going to whack yourself with your board because they're heavy. But I don't think that was the hardest part. I think the hardest part <laughs> was getting through the break. And if you don't go surfing and you just go in the ocean, I think that you know what I mean. Getting, so in case you're not familiar, the ocean has this part called the break. And that's where, you know, that's where all the waves break, essentially. So it's kind of like a little section where it's constant waves, constant waves, and it's a little bit hard sometimes to get your board past that. And it's very up and down and up and down where snowboarding's like not really like that. Like if you don't really do good with like the stomach drops and stuff, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't go surfing. But once you're past the break, it's okay. And then, you know, you kind of just, you got to gauge like which wave you're going to take. And if it's too big, like kind of just got to hold on for dear life. And my instructor was holding me down. So I don't know how I would do like without that. So I think like the, the not being able to control the ocean, that's the hard part. And then getting knocked off your board, it's like, it can be pretty scary when you constantly get slammed by waves and like it sometimes feels like you, you can't get out, but you just got to stand up. You like, that's what I tell myself in this situation. It's like, it's shallow. You're at the beach. Like you just got to stand up and go. <clears throat> Snowboarding, harder to control the board and your movements definitely but the ice is the ice, the snow is the snow. Like once like there might be icy patches and stuff like that, but you don't have to worry, you know, about a wave coming and putting you underwater and swallowing a mouthful of water basically. But definitely super fun. I think that it will be easier to surf on the East Coast just because the waves sometimes in the West Coast, like they form twice, kind of like they'll reform and then re-break. Um, which is why I was getting like, you know, tackled at the end when I was trying to get off because it would like kind of form again. Whereas the East Coast, it kind of just breaks like a little bit farther out and then you could ride it in. Um, it's also pretty shallow for like a while out in Jersey at least. So I don't know. I'm, I, I kind of want to try it. I got to rent like a board or something, but I want to try it back at home this summer and and see how I do. But that was my surfing experience. Other than that... We, oh, we went to, so my cousin and I got off the plane. We landed at like 5.30. We got off the plane at like 6. And the first thing I did was text my friend who, from college, who lives here. And I was like, hey, I'm in town. And he was like, oh, you should have told me earlier. Like, I'm going to Steve Aoki tonight. And I was like, tell you earlier. Dude, I was on the plane. And he was like, yeah, I forgot you were coming. Uh, but I could get you on the guest list. Like, as somebody's guest, you want to come? And I said, Yeah. Yeah, I do. So my cousin bought a ticket. The two of us literally got back to, like, got to our Airbnb, 
ordered, um, I think we, we like Uber Eats sweet green because we were like, we can't possibly go out right now. Showered, did our, did our makeup, threw our hair in ponytails and went out to see Steve Aoki. And it was fun and I don't regret it, but I think the rest of them kind of stayed a little bit later. And once it got to like one o'clock, I was like, Lex, <laughs> this is three o'clock on our time. We have been up. Like I will work today. It is time to go to bed. So we didn't, we didn't last all night, but we last for the majority of his set. We did not see Dixie D'Amelio get caked, but I'm okay with that, honestly. So that was our Friday. Saturday, what the heck did we do Saturday? Did we go shopping? I think we did go shopping. Oh, we went shopping. We met up with family. Then we went to some a bar at night. Sunday, well, we went to the Knicks and Lakers game. Very cool to see Crypto Arena. Um, the next one. So that was nice. And it was also refreshing being in an environment where I was able to wear a Nick shirt and not one person yelled something at me. I'm so used to like New York behavior and Philly behavior. I was like kind of nervous to show up in my Nick shirt, but I felt very welcomed. I will say, and it was a good game. It was a good game. So I'm, I'm happy that I got to see that. I saw nobody going to the Oscars, but it's fine. Um, and then Monday was surfing and... Tuesday was the incident. I also, um, I woke up with gum in my hair on Tuesday. I wasn't sure if I was going to tell this story, but I guess I am. I woke up with gum in my hair on Tuesday. Before I could panic, my friend was like, okay, don't, don't panic. We're going to look up a YouTube video. And apparently <laughs> peanut butter and vegetable oil can get gum out of your hair very easily. So... We went to the supermarket. We got peanut butter. We got olive oil or vegetable oil or whatever. We tried the vegetable oil first. If you guys could see this, I had the rest of my hair up in a claw clip. This one strand with a thick ass piece of gum stuck in it. And he, like my friend's trying to work through it, work through it. It's like kind of getting looser, like not really working. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's switch to the peanut butter after like 10 minutes. It's like the YouTube video said peanut butter first. Let's switch to the peanut butter. Put the peanut butter in. Now I'm like, shit, now I'm hungry because it's like the morning and I smell it in my freaking hair. Um, Long story short, peanut butter gets gum out of hair pretty easily. You got to get the creamy kind though. You can't get the chunky. The chunky is just going to create a mess. It's going to create a mess in your hair. But yeah, no, it, it, it came out. Didn't have... When I saw that there was gum in my hair, I, I genuinely gasped and was like, I can't cut. Like, it was like here, like in the middle of the front of my hair. Like, I was like, I simply can't cut this. Like, I will not to be dramatic, but I will die if I have to cut that lock off. Um, so if you're ever in that kind of situation, go to the store, get yourself a jar of Skippy, and it, it, it gets the gum right out. And then I, you know, of course, washed my hair. And uh, that was a funky, let me tell you, you didn't want to be in the shower when that was going on. <laughs> the steam and the peanut butter and the vegetable oil, there were a lot of funky smells going on. But my hair is good as new. We have no gum in it. We are not in an alley and we're ready to get into this week's episode. So since this is 
or last week, I guess, was the last episode of The Last of Us. And I told you guys, like I release these on Monday, so I record them before Monday. So I've always been kind of like a week behind. But since it was the last episode of The Last of Us, I thought we would do a little recap on the last episode, the season, where I think this is going, and we'll do a little chit chat on that. Then, since I am traveling this week, I thought that I would share with you guys healthy tips for travel, both mental and physical. And then we have a great interview at the end of today's podcast. So we're fully stacked. I hope you guys are ready to listen. Let's get into this week's episode. All right, let's jump into highlights for this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very blunt here. My highlight, my non-health and fitness related highlight was getting the F out of that alley. <laughs> okay, I was actually sitting here for a few seconds and I was like, what am I going to pick? as my highlight because I've just, I've done so many cool things. Like I I was just in great company the whole weekend, like earlier this week and I didn't know what to pick. And I was like, ah, I don't want to pick. Like, I don't want to pick my Saturday night or my Friday night over what I did on Sunday. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give the goddamn highlight to the fact that I got out of that goddamn alley. I got out of that alley. My low light, lost a shoe. That sucked. But the fact that I am not there anymore, I think just, just, that, that wins. Okay, so that's, that's that really short. But my health and fitness related highlight, I was in between two things. So I did, today I went to zoo culture and I had a really good back workout. And some, actually some guy came up to me and was like, I normally critique people's form, but those rows were actually really good. Good for you. And I was like, Thanks. You know, I know a thing or two. Thanks. Um, I'm kidding. I didn't say that. I said, oh, thank you. But great equipment. Such a fun gym. Bradley was there. So I got to chit chat with Bradley. Um, So I was in between that and the fact that I learned how to surf. And because I've been to zoo culture before, like this is like my second time there, I'm going to give it to learning how to surf just because I've always said that I've wanted to do that. And it's been like, it's been like a lifelong ambition of mine. And I've just, I've never bit the bullet and done it. So that's going to be my health and fitness highlight for the week. And that's it. I mean, highlights were pretty short, but I think a lot of it had to do with my trip, which I just went over. Um, but I encourage you guys to pick out two, two highlights, one regular and one health and fitness related. And just give yourself a little clap on the back because you deserve it. So I made a post on Instagram this week that said, you know, I didn't work out for five days and I looked the same. I pretty, I, I, you know, I didn't lose my progress or anything. Granted, I've been doing this for quite a long time. And I think somebody actually commented and was like, we don't all have the same muscle that you have, like we're not all at the same place. And while that's true, the point was that no, it, it's no matter where you are, if you take just five days off, it's not going to be the end of the world, even if this was me five years ago, you know, and I think I kind of needed it a little bit just for my body to take a little bit of a rest too. I haven't taken five days off since my, oh my gosh, I guess my spring break of my senior year, which was 2021, um, but I was gone Oh gosh, I was gone for I think 10 days in LA. So I 
wanted to find a balance for myself where, you know, the first half I was with family and it was more of like a vacation. So I took those days off. Um, but for me, like the way that I kind of like to go about it, and this is totally, <clears throat> this is totally just me. Okay. Like you don't have to live and die by this rule. This is just a balance that I have found to be comfortable and work for me. I would go, I would say like a week without working out. And then I'd, I'd be itching, you know, that's when I start to get itchy and I'm like, I got to get back into this. So I wanted to talk today about how to travel and stay healthy, but stay healthy both physically and mentally. I've made an episode before about traveling for work. And for me, traveling for work, I like to stay on track. You know, I like to keep exercising. I like to make sure everything that I'm eating is kind of balanced and staying on track that way because it's not a vacation. It's for work, you know? So I like to keep, like, I, I kind of act like it's like I'm, I'm still at home. However, I never talked, I didn't think, to you guys about traveling on vacation and what that looks like and, and staying healthy that wise that way. And it all comes back to the same concept that I've been talking about, like I like almost like every podcast, like finding the balance that works for you. I, like I said, I typically like to go like a, uh, a week or so. If I'm taking a trip any longer than that, then I'll start to like, all right, I got to get back on track. I got to exercise a little bit. Um, but that balance, like what I'm talking about with that balance is, am I having fun? Am I enjoying myself? Am I making the most of this time away? And do I also feel good physically? You know, I think personally, I never promote like binge eating tactics. And I'm not saying this is binge eating as in disorderly. That's something different. But I never go all in binge eating because I just don't feel well afterwards and I just don't think I just don't believe that it's healthy for our metabolism so you take a week and even though we're on vacation just binge out and eat everything and anything and then go back to reality because personally I will feel sluggish I will feel like internally I'll probably feel really like painfully bloated and it's just gonna f up my metabolism you know so even though I'm on vacation I'm not like I'm going to eat anything and I'm going to eat everything because I'm on vacation. Will I go and have some meals that I probably won't have at home? Of course. Am I going to have some treats that I won't have at home? Of course. You know, I had a, I had a drink. Oh my gosh, I think I had a drink for like five days straight while I was gone. I wasn't binge drinking, you know, for five days straight, but it was something that I wouldn't normally do, you know, when I went out to eat and all that stuff. So it's really up to how you feel and what your body can handle. But I personally, I, I always feel worse after I binge out on something and not mentally, but physically. And then that kind of ties in where if I don't physically feel well, mentally, I'm not going to have a good time. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll walk you what, I'll walk you through what my vacation looked like this time around. And I stayed at an Airbnb, so it's a little bit different, but I'll cover We'll, we'll talk about hotels in a second. Just just give me a little break. So I actually, so I knew that I was going to be gone for quite a while. Um, 
I also just, I decided to stay in an Airbnb for a couple of reasons. One, because it was cheaper. Two, because I knew that if we had a kitchen, my cousin and I could go to the grocery store and get food for breakfast um, and like baby lunch just so we didn't have to buy three meals a day because it was also cheaper. Um, and I don't, she's like not a huge breakfast person, although I am. Um, and three, you know, it was just, it just ended up working out location wise. And that's just, it's the route that we wanted to go in. So we stayed in an Airbnb. We got there our first day. We went out. We went out to breakfast. We went shopping. And then we went to a Trader Joe's um, that was on our way home. It was like super close. It was less than a mile away from our Airbnb. So we just walked back. But we went to Trader Joe's. We picked up some breakfast foods. Like I got some egg whites. She, we got bagels. I got some protein pancake mix there. I had brought some whey protein with me just because... Um, I also, first of all, once you start eating oatmeal and pancakes with the protein powder in it, regular, regular pancakes and oatmeal, they just don't taste the same Two, the protein keeps me filled for longer. Um, so we, let's see, we got that. We got a gallon of water or like a two gallons of water because we didn't have a Brita at our place. And whether you're in a hotel or not, I highly recommend going to do that. Um, otherwise, you're not going to stay hydrated on vacation. And that is super important. Um, but okay, so we got water and we picked up some snacks. Oh, super important. We picked up some snacks. Snacks are, are I, I, I always got to have my snacks. You know, I get hungry. I get hungry through the day. And we're staying at a hotel or at an Airbnb regardless. It's like, you always need a little something to munch on. And it's just like, economically, like it's better. Like, it's better for our wallets if we went to Trader Joe's and we split some snacks rather than every time we were hungry going to, like, a, a vending machine or, or the closest convenience store. Or if you're in a hotel, like, downstairs to the lobby. So we picked up popcorn. I got some yogurt drizzled granola. Oh, my God. So good. Dude, if you're going to go anywhere, I know Trader Joe's has good ones and Costco and Sam's Club do. If you are going to get yogurt drizzled granola, you need to be prepared to eat the whole bag at once. That or portion some out for yourself and lock it up in a safe because that stuff is addicting. I'll tell you that much. Um, but that's what we got. And then what else did we get? Oh, we picked up because Trader Joe's has phenomenal, oh, phenomenal sandwiches and salads that are pre-made. So we picked up like, I think we picked up like two each just for lunch two days because we didn't know like where we were going to be out and about. We ended up eating those. So that was fine. Um, is that all we got? I'm trying to think. Oh, we picked up we picked up one thing of candy for each of us because, like we said, it's vacation. We wanted something sweet. I normally like I never buy candy at the store. Oh my gosh, I never even eat candy unless it's smart sweets. But I saw a little thing of jelly beans and said to myself, oh, I really want these. I do. So I picked it up and that was my little treat. And I was I was so happy with it. Um, but that's what we got and it ended up working out. So a typical day for us looked like we would, we would eat breakfast in the morning. Um, I think there was one day, you know, we went shopping. So we got some coffees, went back, had lunch back at the place. That was the day we went to the Lakers and Knicks game. So then we ate dinner out. The next day we ate dinner out because we went to Hollywood. Um, we ate lunch out because we went to we went surfing and then ate on the, the Santa Monica Pier. 
afterwards, but we ate breakfast at home and stuff like that. And I always carry protein bars with me on the go just because I know that if I get hungry, it's it's so end game for me and nobody's going to want to be around me. But we didn't, you know, we bought the food for safety. It wasn't like, okay, now that we have it, like you have to have to eat out or you have to have to eat this. Um, but the snacks, oh, definitely consumed. Those snacks were definitely consumed. And the breakfast, definitely consumed. And then, you know, we just, we had our hydro flasks. We were filling them up with water throughout the day. And those were the five days that I didn't exercise personally. Well, I should say I didn't weight lift, but we walked around like, Oh my gosh, we walked around shopping. We must have done like two, two miles because we went shopping down this huge strip. The next day we went surfing and then we walked, like we had to walk at least a mile to see the Jonas Brothers star, I'll tell you that much. And then, but we definitely did over a mile. Um, but we were averaging like, I think we had 14,000 steps a day. They were just long days and they were active days. Um, and you know, we would have a beer with dinner, a drink with dinner if we wanted to, um, but we never went into like a restaurant or anything thinking like, I'm going to ball all out and just binge and eat like crazy. I'm trying to think, did I eat? I, I wouldn't even say I ate meals. So here's my thing. A lot of the things that I think people typically find appetizing would like get on a menu when they're out, um, on vacation or out to eat, I just don't get, like, I, I can't do anything fried because my, like, I will feel, like, awful for the whole rest of the night. Like, my stomach will be in so much pain that for me, it's like, it's just not worth it. But, so I stuck with meals that I probably would typically get, but they, but they're appetizing to me. Like, if I were to go out at home, like, I got a, we went out with my family one night, I got a burrito bowl, but I got a spicy marg on the side you know, we went to the Hard Rock Cafe and I just got a grilled chicken Caesar salad. I wasn't totally hungry, but I got a nice drink on the side. Um, but through the day I was walking, I was hydrating. So I was enjoying my meals and the drink with my meal, but I wasn't binging out and I didn't feel like crap after. So that's what it was like staying in an Airbnb. I know that a hotel is a little bit different. Um, but I think that breakfast is kind of the easiest one to stay on track with. A lot of hotels either offer breakfast or you can get it downstairs or something. So when I'm at a hotel, I typically go for the scrambled eggs or hard-boiled eggs or I'll get oatmeal and I'll put protein powder in that. I was gone. Oh, I forgot to say this part. I So I, sw- I had to switch Airbnbs. Y'all, y'all already know that if you listen to any part of this intro. I had to switch Airbnbs and... This time I was by myself. I knew the second half of my trip was really focused on going to different gyms and meeting up with people that way. So I did want to eat enough protein and kind of stay on track that way. So I went back to the grocery store across the street from my apartment. I got a pack of like a like a box of oatmeal, like oatmeal packs. So I took the rest home with me. So I'll just I'll just use them at home now. You know, they didn't go to waste. But I would make oatmeal in the morning with protein powder. I would go to the gym. I came back. Um, I would typically get something for lunch. One of the days I got, like, they were selling protein smoothies at the gym, and they just, oh, they just look so good. I really wanted a protein smoothie, so I got that. I went to Mendocino Farms. If you're from the area, oh, so good. 
I got that one day. I got sweet green one day. Um, and then I had stuff for dinner. So I, at the store, I'd bought chicken. I bought protein pasta. And I brought vodka. I bought vodka sauce and mushrooms for vegetables, you know. Typically, I wouldn't really eat vodka sauce or make it for myself at home. It is so delicious, of course. But it's just a little bit of a – it's an unhealthier sauce. We're not fooling anyone there. It's definitely unhealthier than a marinara sauce or like a, you know, like just a tomato sauce. But I was on vacation and said to myself, let's just do it, um, enjoy it. So that was like, it might seem sad, but that was like my little, I'm on vacation, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but it was kind of nice. You know, I cooked for myself. I felt good. and I, It was important to me because I was exercising as well. But I still went out. I saw my friends. I got drinks on the weekends. I went out to dinner on Friday night. I was out all day Saturday. So it was it was nice for me for my when my cousin went home to feel like I was ba- I was getting back on track. And then the weekend was just a normal weekend, you know. But back to the hotel thing, you know. I think what it really comes down to is like making choices that are both delicious to you, like they're appetizing, but you're also going to feel good physically and mentally about afterwards. So for me, like I, if I'm not going to buy my own snacks, like when I get there, I'll buy some stuff in the airport because the airport typically does have healthy options. Um, Like I always buy something for the plane when I'm going to California because I know like it's like six, five to six hours, I'm going to need a meal. So I'll buy like um, like an egg salad sandwich or they have like roasted turkey on like multi-grain bread, that kind of stuff. Um, and you could pick up healthy snacks. You know, oh, I love the Brookside, uh, like the dark chocolate covered pomegranates. Oh my God, so good. But I'll pick up pretzels, um, like a popcorn. They, they have pop chips everywhere or popcorners, trail mix, stuff like that. So I'm always loaded with like a good snack. Um, and then same thing, you know, it's just making choices that I feel good about. So I'll typically have like a scrambled egg or protein oats for breakfast at a hotel. Protein oats also super easy to make in your room. If you're too lazy to go down, sometimes I'll pack some oatmeal with me and just boil some water in the coffee thing and just make it that way. Um, because sometimes I really just am too lazy. <laughs> to get up and like the thing about a hotel when you're eating breakfast out and stuff is like you have to be ready to talk to people or be around people and sometimes I can't do that in the morning (laughs) so I prefer to make stuff in my room um and then obviously lunch and dinner it's like you're gonna end up eating out but I'll just you know I'll, I'll take it by storm but pick options you know that maybe it's not even like the healthiest option but I have a good protein source in at least. I think that's really my rule of thumb is finding meals that one, won't make my stomach feel like it's going to actually implode later. And two, just something that's got a lot of protein. You know, it might not be the healthiest option, which is okay because we're on vacation. But I personally, I feel good about myself as long as I'm getting my protein in, knowing that I'm on my trip, um, having a good time, you know. So, I think that's as far as like meals and stuff. (sighs) Staying active, because that's another part of like the whole health thing, totally up to you. 
like totally up to you and what you feel comfortable with and what will make you happy. I was with my cousin. We were so busy. Like we were just, and then when we got back from like doing whatever we were doing, we just wanted to rest for a little bit that I didn't exercise for five days. I also like, we had a gym, I think in our building, but, um, I wasn't staying in a hotel. So there wasn't, I think there was, like I said, I think there was a gym in my building. I don't think I figured that out until the end, but we were staying active and I was walking all day. We surfed, we did other types of activity. So I was personally okay with taking those five days off. And then she left and I, you know, I did my gym thing, but there was a time on the trip where, you know, I was feeling like anxious. I was feeling like upset. Something happened. That's like totally not relevant to the story. And I was, texting my mom, I remember, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta work out. Like, I I just, I I need some time alone. I I gotta work out. And I did that on my trip when I went to California over the summer. You know, people were still sleeping. My dad was still sleeping. My cousin was still sleeping. And I knew that I was going for eight days. And I was like, once people were up, it was like, I wasn't going to be alone for the whole day. So I needed that time to be by myself and exercise. So I'm like, personally, if you take the few days off, don't beat yourself up about it. You're on vacation. But if mentally, like if you need that for yourself and it's going to make you happier to do so, then please do so. Like, please do so. Because I've definitely been there before where it's like, I need my sanity time alone. Even if it's just to walk on a treadmill or do some cardio, I just need to get those endorphins. Is it get them out? Or release them. Yes. I just needed to release those endorphins so I could be a, a great Liz <laughs> throughout the day. So we covered exercise. We covered nutrition. I covered hydrating. Super important. Even if I was getting a drink at dinner, always getting a water too. Just making sure that you're staying hydrated because that's going to make you feel better and healthier and more energized throughout the day. And then just get your sleep and enjoy your freaking time. That's how I stay healthy on vacation. I promised y'all a Last of Us recap I did. Now that the season's over, I know a lot of you guys watched it and a lot of you guys were looking forward to my updates every week and I'm so sad that I won't be able to do them anymore, but um, we'll be back. We'll be back. So I wanted to give my thoughts really quickly on the season as a whole and how it ended and what I think is going to happen next season. I... I think the season overall was great. It it definitely, it captured me. I was connected to Ellie. I was connected to Joel. I cried. I I, I cried during the Sam and Henry episode. I think the Bill and Frank episode really, really touched a lot of people's hearts. I still think though, after seeing the whole episode, the whole season, the first episode was the best one. That I, so, like I said, I went into the show not knowing anything. I didn't play the game. I didn't know anything. I was still, I, like, the most shocking thing that happened to me was when Sarah died. I think that was the best played out scene. The way that the actress played out that scene, the way that Joel reacted, that I, I just wasn't expecting any of that. And I thought that the show was going to be based around her. And it just wasn't. I think that was the creepiest too, as far as the infected. Like I said it last week, seeing Nana, I think that was her name or grandma, whatever, feeding off her like son or 
son-in-law or whatever, and then running towards Sarah until Joel shoots her. It was just, that was definitely the craziest episode because nobody had turned clicker yet. And everyone was just completely rabid. That was, I think, the creepiest episode and the most dramatic episode. I do think that a lot of this season was kind of setting the scene for things or like like setting things up. And that's what made it a little bit less dramatic. But I, I'm not too mad about it because I still thought it was good. I thought the acting was just like over the top, like phenomenal. And I think that it's going to make next season even better because now like we know what we need to know and we're at a place where like we're at a good place where it's like, come on, you know that Ellie's going to find out the truth about what happened. Um, Oh my God, I'm blanking on her name. What was her name in charge of the fireflies? And then Joel shot her at the end. I'm blanking on it, but you guys know what I'm talking about. She's she's going to find out the truth about what happened back with the Fireflies. And it's going to be very it, – It's I'm predicting it's going to be – it's going to tear them apart temporarily, I hope. Um, but I'm hoping that for next season, because we spent a lot of time setting things up this season, that we see more of the infected. I want more scary. I want more – I loved the parts of the show where my heart was genuinely racing because I didn't know what was around the corner, you know? And there were times where, oh, I thought there was going to be more infected than there were. And that's something, that's like my only downfall. Like that's my only complaint on this season is I want more zombies. I want more infected. Um, But it definitely, it pulled with my emotions. The Frank and Bill thing, the way that they died was so sad. Um... I think the way that Henry and Sam died was even sadder personally. And then we find out in the last episode where Joel got his scar from. And he always said it was a missed shot or whatever. Someone tried to shoot him. And we find out that it was it was him holding the gun and that he tried to kill himself. And he didn't. He, he missed and he's still here. But that's like, it just shows a lot of the struggle because we know, you know, we know what that loss of Sarah meant to him. We saw her holding her. And we like, we saw her holding her, trying to convince himself that she was going to make it. And Tommy was like, dude, she's, she's not. Um, But for Ellie, he puts up this tough front, like front. Like, I know she knows that he cares about her and stuff, but he could be harsh, he could be emotionless, he could be intense. And I think that really put in into her like, okay, this loss really affected him. And hopefully that makes her understand in the next season, because I know she's going to find out the truth, why he did it and what the loss of Ellie would mean to him. But that's, I thought it was a good season. I, I did want more infected, but there was a lot of action I just, I hope that next season like scares me. Like I hope it gives me nightmares about infected in my, in my sleep. That's what I'm looking for for next season. That's my only prediction. That's the only thing that I know because I, like I said, I haven't played the games and I don't want to know. If anyone's played them, I don't want to know. I'm just a hundred percent certain like I would bet money 
that Ellie's going to find out the truth about what happened back with the fireflies. And that's my only prediction. I'm, I, ugh, I'm excited for them to start filming and for, for next season. It's just that we have to wait so freaking long, which I'm not used to anymore because I binge everything. But it gives me something to look forward to in life, I guess. All right, everyone, I'm here with a very special guest today. I'm here with my friend Tyler Hayek. How are you, Tyler? Doing well, Liz. I appreciate you having me today. Of course. So I'll, I guess I'll give a little bit of background and then you can correct me on whatever I'm wrong here. But I met Tyler through college. Um, I He played football at Rutgers. I didn't do anything at Rutgers. Um, and now you're out. He Well, you're Jersey born and raised, but now you're out living in Austin, Texas all by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure exactly how we did meet at Rutgers. Oh. Must have been a bar out or a party <laughs> or something. Um, but yeah, no, pretty accurate for sure. And yeah, now I'm down in uh, Austin, Texas. That's awesome. What are you doing down there? Like besides, I know you do a lot of like modeling stuff, but do you work full time or like what brought yeah, you? So, yeah, so I'm working full time. I did move down here for a job. Um, I'm working in tech sales, more specifically cybersecurity software sales. I uh, work for a pretty big company out here. Um, originally moved down like because the job was like, you have to come. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to leave. It's a great company. Um, and then now I'm fully remote as of like two or three months ago. So I can kind of go where I want. But I love Austin. So I'm just going to kind of hang out here. And, you know, besides doing that full time. And uh, like you said, I am doing some modeling. And then obviously just like some influencing stuff as well on the side. That's awesome. Um would you go anywhere else besides like do you have your eye on anything else besides austin uh yeah i mean i thought about it my lease is up in like three or four months so i'm looking to get another apartment down here um i'm either gonna stay one more year or i'm gonna stay two more years but i i want to be back at like a beach somewhere like i need to be on a coast yeah um i was thinking west coast maybe like san diego maybe um but then i've been thinking about like either florida or carolinas pretty heavily um so we'll see i don't know we're just gonna see where life goes i like it i've never been to austin i've only been to houston and it sucked honestly you don't even yeah you can't even compare houston's not yeah i don't love houston either i was there for like five hours to pick my friend up who crashed their car and i did not love it and then uh austin's way different but yeah if you get a chance you definitely have to you know come visit yeah, I do want to. I've heard great things. I know some people that live down there for a little. I just I went to Houston and was like so excited because I went for like Alphalete's summer shredding competition last year, like 2021. And I got there and there was just nothing like there were yeah. there was no people in the city. Like there was just nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's humid down there. The weather is like not great, especially in the summer. It's very humid because it's close by the water. Um yeah, I mean, the only thing down there is the, literally that gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the people go to Houston. It's not even in Houston. It's like 20 minutes outside of Houston in Sugarland, I think. It's yeah. Not really worth it, in my opinion. Um, But how how was it like kind of moving away to a different state all by yourself? Like, how did you make friends, find out what to do? All yeah, um, I mean, it's definitely different. And you're always like kind of taking... Um, a risk when you're moving whether it be financially or socially because uh, I didn't really know too many people down here obviously I had like some I had some co-workers and stuff that lived down in Austin um, so I knew them but 
just like meeting new people, especially in Austin, is really easy. Uh, if you go out to like any bar and just like say hi to somebody, you just like invite to their friend group. You can make friends down here so easily. But uh, for me personally, at work, uh, everybody at my work's pretty young. Um, you know, at that at that position, so I was friends with a lot of my coworkers. We're all in our like mid twenties, so we would just like hang out, go out, and then everybody also was down here for mostly tech sales. So just uh -huh. like meeting people um, from like friends, like other buildings, like their neighbors, meeting people out. And then you just like start a conversation and they're just like tech sales. You're like, yeah, tech sales. <laughs> and then like now you're friend. Headquarter for that type of stuff. So I know the yeah. guy who's the bachelor right now lives in Austin and does tech sales. Yeah, we have like, uh, oh man, there's like three or four bachelors that live down here in Austin. Um, and like a couple other reality TV show people. I know there's another person at the same company as me that was like on Big Brother. Huh. Uh, but yeah, no, I literally just met like another bachelor that also lived down here. Huh. But, you know, a lot of companies are moving down here. Is that, I could see, I could totally see you on a reality tele television show. Do you yeah, think I've had, like, you ever do? I don't know. I've had like the recruiters like reach out to me and stuff. Um, I never even like started the process to try it. Just been I feel like, like you do well. I don't know. Depending on the show, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do like like a Love Island or something. Those are just like so like makeup up to make people just like look bad. And I've had like friends on there that's just like not a great experience. I would consider definitely like doing The Bachelor at some point. Sure? Um, like very career focused right now, so I'm kind of just like waiting. Maybe in like another like year or two, we'll see. Yeah, um, I've had like some recruiters reach out to me, but it's only for like the really shitty MTV, one, like X on the beach. Like why would I ever want to contact yeah. my ex and bring him on the beach with me to yeah. go on television? Definitely not. There was a really funny one that reached out to me. I, I think they just came out with the trailer now. It's like young guys and then there's like older women. It's like it's like cougars all on like an island. I, there's just no shortage of ideas, I guess, there. No, I guess I feel like if you're going to go on one, you got to go on one like The Bachelor that's been around. Because there's the, I think that all the ones that are starting to pop up are going to be like one one seasoners or not even make it to air because they're just getting really dumb with them. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, a lot of those guys are actually down here. That's crazy. Um, So I kind of something I wanted to ask and have you on for is because I kind of went over briefly, like you played sports in college and all through your basically your whole life. What was that transition like? stopping like playing like the sport you played your whole life and now training for yourself like what is your like physical activity routine look like now yeah um so in terms of just like physical activity um coming out of a sport it was it was easy for me um in a professional sense when it came to work first off um because I was kind of already done with my sport my head was kind of already out of it mm -hmm. for a while so I was already prepared to kind of get into um, the real world and working and exploring different options and kind of what I wanted to do and just started to you know work and figure it out um, so in that sense it was pretty easy and then when it came to just uh, working out it was it was easier for me um, and I liked it a lot more because now I can kind of just work out do what I want to do and it's more of like an appearance thing now so I can kind of work out to look good uh, and feel good and just be healthy when you know I was working out to play a sport in college play football it was more of trying to um, get quicker get faster not necessarily get bigger 
um but obviously get bigger and just like my diet was crazy just like eating anything it didn't even matter if it was healthy I was just like I was eating like whole pizza pies in college it was stupid to think about I like look back and I was like I would eat an entire pizza pie like before bed and like had no problem with it and we were burning a ton of calories but like I look back at it and like I have one slice of pizza now I'm like oh man that was I think you're probably burnt out yeah yeah so you definitely get burnt out but now it's nice I like you want to run and just work out and kind of just like do what I want to do um so it's nice but definitely like football definitely helped me on a workout sense to be able to like actually push myself and have a routine and have a workout regimen yeah so are you like a before work kind of guy or after work kind of guy so like with football it burned me out in the mornings like I I like want to be able to you know get up and start doing that again it's just like it's like PTSD like I cannot <laughs> like four or five or six or even like I can wake up at like six and go to the gym and like you know be there at seven even if I get done by eight like I can do that I have the flexibility but I just like, can't do it right now so I'll do like midday sometimes during work, I'll go like noon or one, or I'll just go like, uh, you know, after like four. That's what I do. The way that I, I tried it for like a week. And I mean, you guys had to get up like every day, super mm-hmm. early. I never had to do that. I just, I did it for like the first month when I started working full time. And then I was like, I'm so tired when I wake up. And when I go to bed at like nine o'clock, I have like no family essentially and nothing else to do like why don't I just go after work because like what am I getting up at six o'clock in the morning for you know what else are you even gonna do after work anyway nothing like I would stop working at like four or five and then I would just be really tired and have nothing to do for the rest of the night so and I would sit in my house and just like eat until it was an appropriate time for dinner so now I'm out of the house yeah not go the same way then you just get bored and you're just like hanging around, start like just snacking on something or just like going on TikTok or something, just like going down a hole. Yeah, it gives me something to look forward to, too, during the workday where when it comes to like that three o'clock hour, like two, three o'clock when you start to get burnt out. I'm like, all right, my favorite part is still coming. <laughs> like I have some some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, down some like pre-workout. It's like, all right, we're, we're ready to go in a, couple, in a little bit. Yeah um so do you just like you said you run but I'm assuming you do like weightlifting have you tried anything else like any other forms of exercise or just the standard I'm a obviously um, huge weightlifting girl yeah yeah you're doing a great job um I like that and your content you look great Thanks. um but for me personally like I I have friends like try to drive me to Pilates but I, I don't fit on that <laughs> I don't know what it's called a transformer or something like I don't fit on that I'm way too big <laughs> or too tall um but in terms of running I, mean, I wish I could run I, I could run more I wish I did run more um I try to go at least once a week just to run and then I'm also doing yoga once a week oh, that's uh, awesome. I go on Sundays or at least like twice a month at a minimum um so I like working yoga weightlifting um some running once in a while uh I want to do I definitely want to like get to running more yeah. for sure uh just kind of like kind of work that into my schedule but yeah I mean that's kind of like what I've been doing I don't know if there's anything else I would try I guess if you like consider rock climbing a workout I like a lot of people here climb yeah uh, that's a huge yeah. thing now yeah that's pretty cool so I might like try that um but I don't know we'll see do you do any like do you snowboard oh I guess you really can in Austin but like have you ever snowboarded or any of that kind of stuff ski oh, scared I'm so scared like I I've really? been 
Yeah, so I've been skydiving and I'm like totally fine. Like I'll I'll go skydiving again for sure. Cause I mean the worst that happens is like you're done. You're dead right away. I guess. But, like, I again, guess. Again. <laughs> if you think about it. But like <laughs> Yeah, so I mean I guess you either land and or you don't. Oh God. <laughs> but uh when it comes to snowboarding and skiing, it's like I mean there's trees and rocks and yeah. ankles or knees. Like you break I've had like people like break arms, like you can get concussions and stuff. So I don't know. I want to go though. I do want to go. Probably I went for the first time in. So we, I'm sure you've heard, but we had such a weird winter this year in Jersey. Like it, it. I mean, I'm like more south than where you're from. I'm like right in the middle. So we had snow once, and it was gone by like 11 a.m. So before winter started in like December, I learned how to snowboard at the American Dream Mall. And it was actually really nice because it was really safe. There, there was no trees or rocks and a bunch of little kids. So <laughs> it was a really good place to learn. And then I thought I was going to be able to go out and like put it to use outside this winter. And then nothing happened. So I haven't gone back since. But it's not as scary as it seems. Yeah. So oh. you went snowboarding, did you want to go skiing at all? Or No, I just, I've always heard that snowboarding's harder. So I was like, I'll just like, I want to go for it. Then my friend who was teaching me was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you don't want to try skiing? It's a lot easier. And I'm that type of person where it's like, like, I don't want to do the easier thing. Like I want to do the harder thing. So I was like, no, like if you think that I should be doing the easier thing, no, I'm just going to try the harder thing. And with yoga, like doing a lot of yoga, it kind of clicks in your head, like how to keep yourself balanced. So I figured it wasn't that bad, but I haven't done it outdoors yet. I think surfing was a little bit scarier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're athletic too. So I mean, you'll just like figure it out as you go. But no, nah, yeah, definitely like next season, I want to, I guess, snowboard. Everybody tells me just to go snowboard. So can you even do that around you? Like, is there parts of Texas? I mean, Colorado's close. So oh. just like Colorado. I guess you're right. I always, my geography is so bad. I always forget that Dallas is the one that's near, closer to Houston. <laughs> You're no, on like the west side of Texas, Austin, right? Kind of closer to Houston. Now you're mixing me up. Wait, now you got me all over the place. Well, I don't ask me because I'm the wrong. Yeah, I think no, no, Dallas no. is more east, right? Dallas is north. Dallas is north. And then like Austin's like dead center of Texas. And then San Antonio and Houston are kind of below us. Houston's not that far from like Mexico. Well, I guess it's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we're dead center, so we're not too far. But yeah, like Houston and San Antonio are south, so those are going to be closer. Yeah, I w- when I was going to Houston, people like, I mean, I guess that like the, I remember this one person, he was from Tennessee. Like I had connected with him on social media before and he was like, oh, so excited for you to come. Like, you're going to love it. We're so close to the beach. It's like not close to the beach at all. Like compared to me, where it takes me like 25 minutes to get to the beach. I was like, we're like nowhere near the beach but this guy was from like memphis tennessee so he's like i guess it's all relative i don't know tennessee tennessee how that's not close at all no i know but well he was thinking i guess because he's like from tennessee and moved down to houston so he was like oh houston's like right by the beach it's so nice and then i went down there and was like we're like an hour and a half from the beach this is not close Yeah, but in terms of Texas, that is, like, close, because, I mean, for me, in literally the middle of Texas, for the most part, is, like, nothing. Yeah, I don't know how you do, I don't know how you do that. I need to be by the water, or I couldn't move to 
where where you are, but I have heard it's fun. Yeah, that's no, fine. We have like lakes and stuff, and people like take paddle boards out. Um, that's gonna start it up soon again. Like in the summer, it's awesome. There's thousands of people out there. Um, everybody just like gets paddle boards, goes out there, like has drinks, food, whatever it is, music, like hangs out. So that's cool. But yeah, I mean, that's like, kind of why I want to get back to a coast at some point. You feel like trapped. In yeah. A yeah. No, I agree. I also just, I mean, I love going to the beach. And I know a lot of people in Jersey like don't for some reason, but I just, I grew up so close that I can't not have it within driving distance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially growing up in Jersey where like, we have pretty much like anything you want to go to, like city, beach, suburbs. You can go to, west new jersey and go to a farm <laughs> like I know. there's so much i yeah. know i'm in a weird part of jersey where it's like i'm close to the beach but where i am there's also farmland like everywhere like there's so many signs that are like watch like watch for horse crossings and stuff and i don't mean i don't know yeah i don't know where i am um how was it like because i mean I, I guess i should say you have a twin brother and you guys went to college together too how is it like moving away from him for the first time I guess and like totally being separate is it nice <laughs> yeah I mean I'm I'm pretty independent yeah um, I feel like you guys both are it's just you've always yeah. gone to school together yeah exactly and we've yeah we've always gone to school together except for then um when he transferred over yeah. to uh Stony Brook or something yeah Stony Brook for like a year but I keep forgetting. So. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, he transferred over. But um, yeah, growing up, we've been like in school and close to each other and playing sport, the same sports and everything our whole life. Um, But we were always like very independent and different. Um, So it wasn't that hard. And I think him and his girlfriend um are going to try to come down. When is this being? When, wait, when are you going to release this podcast? This one's party? actually going to be on next Mondays because I need something. Okay. All right. And soon to be fiance. So he's. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, so he's actually getting engaged on Tuesday. So I just wanted to make sure. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. well, tell him not to tell her not to listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> that's getting done. Um, Tuesday, Sunday, the nineteenth, whenever that is. Um, Sunday, nineteenth is Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So he's proposing on Sunday. Um, they're going on the Bahamas, so that's exciting. And like I'm that? like, I can't like keep secrets, so it's like so tough. Like when he Facetimes me or she Facetimes me and stuff, <laughs> you just not answer. Yeah, because he asked me, like, he asked, everybody's going to the Bahamas to kind of surprise her, and, um... Are you going? No, I was just, I have too much going on. Like, I started a new position and stuff, so... Okay. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I would call him, and I'm like, oh, like, what are you doing next weekend? He's like, oh, I'm going to the Bahamas. I'm like, oh, must be nice. Like, just, like, <laughs> trying not to say Dang. anything. Like, nice. Can't believe you guys are going there. Like, enjoy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Is it the same girl that was, like, on and off through college? Yeah. Yeah, ever since like high school for the most wow. part. Yeah, that's what I meant. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Huh. Wow. Wow. Um, no, I feel like it'd be nice for you though. What I was gonna say is like, I don't know. I feel like I always hear with twins, obviously I wouldn't know for myself. Like everyone kind of knows you as like having a twin and you guys look so different to begin with, but coming down here, it's like it's kind of like you get to be your own person. You're not attached to any name or anything, you know. Yeah, that's that's definitely like a nice thing too. Is like where no one knows you, you can kind of, um, you know, be yourself and not necessarily like you know be somewhat different, but um, be more of who you are. Especially like when you're meeting new people and stuff. Um, some people I feel like kind of get scared like around their old friends to like change up. Yeah, 
Um, I'm sure you've like dealt with that also, like when you were starting out with your like content creation, where people were like saying stuff, and you're like, yeah, all right, you know, go ahead, but you know, this is what I'm doing. Um, so definitely, like when I came down here and started that, it was easier just like around new people. But yeah, I tell people now I have a twin. They're like, what? <laughs> and I show them they're like, yeah, you don't look alike. No, you guys look nothing alike at all. I don't uh, even think you really look like brothers. Not at all. Um, no, I feel like that's what, that's kind of what I need. And that's like also another reason why I came out here, loved it and was like, I want to stay just because I feel like going, growing up in New Jersey and then going to Rutgers, everyone's heard something about you, whether it be like true or not. And it just must be really refreshing to move to a new space where like nobody knows anything about like your background and you could just be like yourself with nothing like attached to your name. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So it's it's really nice to kind of start with a clean slate and definitely like helps you grow um as a person in like all aspects of your life. So I'm excited to definitely kind of get out of Austin another year or two and um start somewhere fresh and just explore like a new city, new people, new cultures, whatever uh, whatever it is. But speaking of Rutgers, I am going out to San LA or California. I'm going out to San Francisco to go see um one of our old buddies over at Rutgers, uh, Brendan. Brendan. Oh, I was like, not Brendan Bordner. He's in Florida. No, no, he's out in Florida. Oh my God. Wait, <laughs> you went or you are going? I'm going um, next month. I'm jealous. Okay. One of my friends, one of my best friends from Rutgers is going to law school in San Diego. So I was like, if you need a roommate, I'll, I'll come. <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to enjoy it out there for sure. There's just a lot of a lot of opportunity and there's some like there's some people from Rutgers and stuff that I know out here, but like just enough where it's like, okay, I'd move here and I'd know someone, but not enough where it's like I'd be, you know, it's like you go out in Jersey and and I go out in Hoboken. I see people from college, high school and middle school, like all in one night. And it's like so bland and overwhelming. Yeah, Jersey's definitely very small. Yeah, I could see you living in New York City, though. I feel I, like. uh, yeah that's definitely like um I definitely want to like be in New York for at least like a year or two like have an apartment like in the city and like kind of do that um but I don't want to be like I need to have like enough money like I want to be making like a really good amount of money so I'm not like having to worry about going out and things like that like I want a nice spot like I don't want to like live in like a 100 square foot apartment and like do my laundry six blocks away like I want to be somewhere nice I I agree I think that's a smart move but I think you would do well there especially because you have like you've been doing really well with like your modeling stuff um everything you posted seems great (laughs) um but how did you get into that I mean you're like the perfect person for it but how did that come about yeah no I appreciate it um so I've always like wanted to kind of post and I was like just like post pictures on my Instagram and it would you know they would do well but like my page obviously wouldn't grow just from doing that and I had to post stuff so like when TikTok came out I didn't post anything I was just watching and I was just telling everybody else to post um and then I kind of got back from a trip and then I was like kind of just like talking to myself I was like why don't you just just post so, like what's the worst that can happen you know just do it mm-hmm. Um, so I just started posting just like random stuff, just like taking videos, trying so hard with like different edits and meeting like people that uh, had some good followings on TikTok and they were like also trying to give me some advice. And then like when I finally moved to Austin, I was like posting, I had some videos up. And then when I finally like, moved to Austin, I just like posted more, posted more. And then like one video just caught and blew up. And I was like, oh shit, this is, 
this is how it works. <laughs> so then from there, I just like kept posting, kept posting, kept posting. Um, and at the at at that first post I blew up was like the day after I got signed in a model age, modeling agency in uh, Dallas. Um, so those kind of worked well together, and then everything just started blowing up, and it just kept going. That's awesome. So do you work with any like brands exclusively, or do you just do like campaigns and like when people reach out to you for that kind of stuff? Yeah. So when it comes to modeling, um, whoever goes kind of like to my agency and they'll just say like, hey, we need this certain look, we need this certain person, or they'll possibly just come and, you know, want me specifically, which has happened. Cool. Uh, someone that I've like, yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, so there's no one like I've really, like, I'm not like signed with anybody exclusively or any brands, but uh, kind of whoever comes. But That's pretty- cool. So what have you, like, what have you done? Like what kind of shoots and stuff or like for for what type of brands yeah so down in texas it's only right i've done a lot of western wear <laughs> hey, i i have seen a few of those on your instagram yeah i've had a couple of cowboy shoots couple of boots couple of hats on um <laughs> that was cool it was actually with a really big brand down in the south um it's called cavenders okay uh, everybody down here will know it but um you yeah, know i mean it's a pretty big brand and they were a lot of fun and then uh just other like smaller brands here and there. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just a ton of fun. Um, I want to give too many brand shout outs, but yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did another cool shoot with um, just recently um, someone called USA Palm. And it's kind of very Lululemon type material. Okay, uh, It's nice. Like you can wear their stuff with like, like go golfing. You can mm-hmm. like wear their stuff to work out. Uh, and they were pretty cool. They were, I kind of brought that one to my agency. My agency. Um, so they kind of wanted me specifically, but it was cool. I don't know if you saw the picture I posted with like the soup, like a different colored shirt on. Did you see it? No, I, I didn't. Post I, it yet. I, uh, but it's like on my Snapchat, my story. Uh, yeah. I'll send it over to you after. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to say. So I did you get to keep the cowboy hat and boots, or do you have to give back? No, so they gave me they gave me um uh, I think that brand That's gave awesome. me like a shirt. Like a, okay. Like a pearl snap shirt, but I did get boots sent to me. So I got boots sent to me. Nice. I got a hat sent to me. Have you worn them? That's the next question. Uh, so I feel too tall in the boots. <laughs> yeah, I feel way too tall. I feel like I'm like six, seven in them, and just like probably are. Yeah, and I just feel way too tall. But NASCAR is coming up, I think, in a week or two. Oh, so nice. Wearing my boots there over at the Coda F1 track, nice. and. uh I'm going to take a pair of jeans that don't really fit me. I'm probably going to cut them to be shorts. And there you go. Shorts, and then wear my boots and my hat and probably a cutoff. I'm going to do like a cutoff t-shirt or something. It's funny just because I'm picturing the outfit and like this is like what Brendan Bordner wears like every day <laughs> just because that's his style. Yeah, so I'm literally just going to be wearing what he, what he wears. <laughs> that's funny. I have a pair of – my dad got me them like a while ago, a pair of cowboy boots from – Tennessee and I wore them when I went to Nashville and there I forget what the uh, Lucchese or something is that it's like apparently it's like a really expensive brand like the boots were like $500 they were not comfortable at all yeah so it depends on the brands like a lot of some brands are very comfortable um like area or area I'm gonna say it wrong people are getting mad um those are super comfortable uh but yeah i mean it's like all different types but yeah some are comfortable but yeah they all are expensive all all the boots are expensive i was surprised they're like 500 dollars, and they weren't that comfortable i'm like i think i could have went to forever 21 and bought like a 20 dollar <laughs> pair and they would have done me fine for the weekend 
No, it's crazy. And that's like on the cheap end too. Same thing with hats down here. Like there's, I've like met some people that have like hat, um, like containers and they're like thousand, two thousand dollar hats, thousand dollar boots. I'm like, damn, where are you going? Where are you going with those? Where do you, yeah. Like what, like, how do you justify that? Like, yeah. Where are you going with those? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We say that, but then we spend money on st- stupid I shit. Guess. <laughs> I guess, but I feel like if I were to spend like, if I were to spend a thousand dollars on a pair of like black regular boots, I'd get a lot more use out of it. Yeah. Do, like, do people walk around? Because you're in a city and I feel like a lot of people have migrated from other places. Do people walk around in cowboy boots or is not that just like, uh, not, not in Austin. There's not really any cowboys over here. But if I was like when I did like my shoots uh, up in Dallas around um, like Enos and um, well, like northwest, or a little bit north of like Fort Worth and stuff by Dallas, when I was like in the country, that's where like people are wearing like boots and hats and things like that. Yeah, I just can't wrap my head around that like places like that are like very real oh yeah no it's crazy i'm like i'm out there like totally out of element so i'm like jersey new york like definitely like a city boy and like not there like on a ranch doing a shoot for somebody and um they're just like they're getting the cattle and there's like we're on the back of a truck driving through a ranch and there's like hay on the back of the truck and i'm like this is not my element i'm like asking the questions but like i'm loving it too oh yeah it's fun for a day yeah, yeah. Play cowboy for like a day or two. It's great. Yeah, and then you go back home and take a nice shower. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like back in the city. I'm like, <laughs> that's it. What's like your, what's your, I guess, short-term goal, I guess, with the whole modeling thing? Like, where do you, what do you want to do with it? Or where do you want to go with it? Yeah, um, I mean, it's not something that like I want to do uh, long-term. Just like so fun. I yeah, I guess it'd be like more of a short term. It's obviously just like for fun, for exposure. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely meet like so many cool people. So that's like a big thing about it. Uh, it's just like meeting people. Um, but that's yeah, your no, money in your pocket too, I'm sure, which is never. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely like a really good um, side income as well, especially when like business is actually busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like really just short term goals, you know, working with cool brands. Yeah. I really want to work with like Neiman Marcus they're um they're pretty big um with our agency so you know I want to work with them <clears throat> for sure and uh you know kind of just see where it goes but nothing really serious like I'm not putting like right. all my uh, eggs in that basket it's kind of nice to hear that there's still some people that exist I guess <laughs> even though I'm kind of turning like to the other side now but like people that are actually like love their full-time job or like really driven by it and like don't want to just be an influencer or you know do all the fun stuff um and I always said that I'm like one of those people but now that I'm getting more involved with like the online stuff I'm like God, I just I don't have time for both or I do have time for both but I don't want to do both yeah definitely like, I mean having the careers <clears throat> definitely just um helps you feel safe because I mean that's just income that's coming in yeah, um that's how I feel about it yeah, exactly. And like, you know, you're not going to always like work with a brand unless you're like really, really big and you have like millions of followers, like you're not going to be able to, you know, it's not going to be sustainable um, <clears throat> or just, uh, yeah, I mean, sustainable, but yeah, I mean, I, I like my job and I guess my career really, um, it's fun and it's also super flexible. So like if I have to go to a shoot or something, I can just go and I really need to like take time off um and they're great with that so but you don't have to travel a lot for your work because I know you said you're in like sales 
you yeah, know. not right now. Yeah, not right now. So I'm doing, in, I'm in, it's technically inside sales, oh, okay. so it's all online. Um, but hopefully in a year to a year and a half-ish, hopefully in a year, uh, I really want to get into that uh, field role. So then I can like, you know, be on the road, uh, be on the road, uh, meet people in person, um, go to different events. Cause I just love like meeting people, uh, especially just down here. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You get to see different places and like, I don't know. I feel like the country's so big and I've never had like any ambition to move. And now that I've been traveling to more places, I'm like, there's so much out there that I just have never been exposed to. Yeah. Even if you're like in a city for like a day or two, because I need like work and also like work also brings like new opportunities where like we went to Vegas, uh, I think like two or three weeks ago. And like, I don't know like when I would be to Vegas, probably like for some like bachelor party or something down the line. Um, Maybe your brothers. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to get there. Um, Like LA a couple months ago. But yeah, definitely. What's your favorite place that you've traveled to domestically? I'll say in the country. So in the states, I always ask people this, and they, it's always a hard one. So I mean, I I know I didn't say I didn't like LA, um, but that's mainly just because of you know some of like the people there and I guess the culture around it. Um, but I love like the scenery over there. Like it was incredible. I like had a rental car out there and like I just drove myself yeah. um, up onto those hills, whatever. I don't know if it's called Hollywood Hills or anything. I, I don't know. There are the Hollywood Hills, but there's a ton of hills around here. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, I was on like these hills and I was just like driving through like those windy roads like along the top, just like overlooking all of LA, overlooking all the mountains, and it was just like beautiful. And like um honestly, like definitely one of my favorite um places I've been like driven around, especially going from Texas where everything's flat. I'm like, holy shit, there's mountains again. <laughs> <laughs> there's depth. <laughs> I don't know, that's how I feel driving around. I just had, I was in an Uber today that was taking me, he, he was taking me in the totally wrong direction, but we were like going through some neighborhoods and it was down those roads. And it's very, it's definitely cool to see that those places exist. Cause I think my part of Jersey is pretty flat. There's nothing around me. So yeah. even when I go, I work in Bridgewater. So I drive 40 minutes North and there's like some teeny tiny mountains up there. And when I first started working there, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is so cool. There's just horses by me in farmland. Yeah, no, I definitely want to see like more of the states um, for sure. Like, I want to go to Colorado at some point. Um, I mean, I've been to like Michigan stuff, but that was just like from football. But like, I want to like, see the stuff in Michigan. I want to go to Chicago. I haven't been to Chicago. Yeah, I haven't uh, either. Yeah, I like, definitely want to like, see Montana and like mountains and stuff like that i guess just to I don't see know it. what i would do in montana <laughs> yeah me either but just just to see it just to see it i <laughs> yeah, mean Gilu spent yeah. a year in south dakota and i asked him how it was and he said it was so cold and just nothing like there was just nothing <clears throat> like he would go to take his dog out and the dog wouldn't want to go outside because it was so cold yeah that's terrible i definitely wouldn't want to do that um but yeah i mean in terms of traveling um i'm going to london or London. I'm going to Europe. I'm going to a couple places. That's fun. By yourself or like with family? No, a couple of old Rutgers football teammates. Oh, fun. That's so yeah, exciting. Fun. That's, that's exciting. How does it feel seeing like, I guess like some of the people you've played with now are like doing big things and going into the draft and like Pacheco is in the Super Bowl. It's not, is that like a weird feeling? My parents asked me as if I know him. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have friends who know him. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, <clears throat> Pacheco is a great example of someone who's done really, really well with their football career. Um, he was always a hard work kid, super nice kid as well. 
Um, so I'm glad he's doing well. I'm super happy for him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other people that are, you know, taking their shot at the NFL. Mm-hmm. I know a couple other people have made it, a couple people on practice squads, and, you know, everybody's doing great, and everybody's kind of on their own journey and their own path. Um, and then there's other people that also just, like, went into the work world, and they're kind of doing their thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, hats off to everybody for, mm-hmm. you know, doing well so far. And then, you know, if they aren't, they're going to figure it out soon. Do you think that being, like, on the football team or playing a sport in college helped you career-wise or like did it not really make a difference i think so 100 percent. yeah um especially like in sales or i guess like in the work world um people that did play sports in college they kind of have like sort of like a different work ethic yeah so to, like especially sales like um you know you have your hours that you have to work but i've always like when i first started just like putting in extra hours when I first started and also I was like starting this new position is just like putting the extra hours and it feels so easy compared to like waking up at 3 a.m and going to bed at like midnight and like yeah. redo it the next day like that was hard like that was really hard and then like this is like nothing like this is easy like oh I gotta wake up and jump on a couple calls and yeah I was gonna say I feel like it's almost like less on your plate now because you were balancing like being an athlete being a student and having somewhat of like a social life or trying to at least as well. And now okay. it's like you go to work and when the work day's over, like that's it. It's up yeah. to you. Like, you know, do whatever side hustles you got or, you know, go to the gym, go get a drink with some friends and it's definitely more relaxed. And um, now, yeah, I mean, I'm loving it so far. Yeah. I was talking, I had Jay Lu on like one of my first episodes and we were talking a little bit and he said for a while like a long period after he stopped playing football he just didn't like exercise or really work out at all because he was so burnt out did you ever like go through that or was it just kind of like all right it's done and now I gotta stay active yeah for me I was like I didn't want to um there's a lot of people that just like stop and then yeah. just, like, bingey and do a lot and um kind of lose it uh, when I was done, I like I started working out like right away, and then um, never kind of lost that routine. Because once you like stop for a while, it is tough to definitely get back into the gym and start working out again. But yeah. once you're in there and like you have a pretty good routine down, it's hard to actually stop. And yeah. Take it down. Um, so that's kind of where I was. I like went in. I was like, I don't want to get lazy. I just want to keep going. It also just helps me with like my schedule, my energy. Uh, things like that just being a healthy like just being a healthy person I mean it's like uh I know you said earlier it's like now you get to work out more for aesthetics rather than like strength or speed or anything and like we all kind of work out for that but it's also just to be a healthy person like it's not always about you might be totally fine with the way that you look and think that you're like the best looking person on the earth but it's not going to help with like your heart health and bone density and all that stuff yeah, I mean, especially if you're blasting gear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not going to help. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. How? So this is another thing that I asked him because you said you mentioned that there was a time where you just you had to eat like everything and anything and you were eating like pizza pies before bed. <laughs> that like mess up your like metabolism at all? Like when I guess when things were over, like did you have like do you think it was like it messed up your your relationship with food at all or were you just kind of like all right I'm gonna go but like you had a sense of how normal people eat I guess yeah um I mean like, switching up my diet was tough. I mean I always like knew how to kind of eat healthy and what I had to eat yeah when I was like playing football I was like I need to gain weight yeah I always had a fast metabolism so I would have to like eat a lot 
every single day and he just like eat anything and i just felt so gross doing it mm -hmm. like i look back and i'm like i can't even believe that i would like actually do that <laughs> like, i don't even know how many calories it was but ridiculous um pizza pie is definitely more than i'm supposed to be eating in a day <laughs> but yeah. i'm like a foot and a half smaller than you <laughs> yeah it was gross nobody should eat a whole pizza pie um but you yeah, know like, once i was done i was like damn i don't have to like you know gain any weight like i would go out to restaurants sometimes and like damn like i really want to have like the fish or something because i really like the fish but i'm then like when i was playing football i'm like that's not enough food like i can't do that because i need to like maintain so then i would have to like get like a pasta with like some meat or something and then like have to order some like extra sides things like that now I can just like go and be like, okay, like I'm just gonna get a fish. Like if I'm hungry later, if I want like more calories, I'll like have a little snack later or something. But I don't need to eat like 3,000 calories on this meal right now. That's gotta be really nice because I feel like a lot of people that I talk to and just like clients that I have and stuff, it's always like the opposite. And you always hear about people who are trying to like cut down and lose weight and stuff. That I think people forget that it's hard for some people to gain weight. Oh, as yeah. well you know and some people are like oh you're so lucky like you don't gain weight but I know like my cousin is someone who struggles to gain weight and she doesn't like it when people point out that she's skinny like she wants to build muscle and put on mass but it's just it's harder for her yeah and I like always growing up like I had fast metabolism so it was really hard to <laughs> kind of put on that weight um until like when I got into playing college football and they were like you're definitely not eating enough and I'm like okay now I understand and then, like, <laughs> I would, like, be eating just, like, oh, man, like, breakfast, after meal, like, shake in between that, snack, lunch, second lunch. I would snack. throw up. I wouldn't be able, like, I, I think I'd well, be I miserable. I would I hate would throw up. <laughs> yeah, I would literally throw up. Like, I would just, like. You try to your body's not meant to hold all that down. <laughs> exactly. Especially when it's things like a whole entire pizza. I would feel so ill. Oh my God. I can't, I think one piece of pizza would put me out of commission now. I, I can't eat anything greasy or fried. It just messes me up. Yeah. And that wouldn't even be like the end of it either. Like if I would have that pizza pie for like dinner at like six or seven o'clock, I would like go out again and like get like, oh like Ole or something and put on like my Arnie Express card or get something. <laughs> so they at least like, they gave you like money for like meals and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we were we were fine. There was no shortage of any food. I feel like if you're making me eat a pizza pie a day, I'm not footing the bill for that. Yeah, no, definitely um, not. Where? Okay, this will be the last thing I ask you. Where did you get your pizza pies from? Very important question. Uh, I had my spot at Rutgers, or like I guess two. So it depends, though. Like it depends what you're in the mood for. Because well, like <clears throat> elaborate. Because if I want like a buffalo chicken slice or something, um, or like a specialty slice, I used to go to what's the one next to nightclub? Is it Daniel's or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh it's like across from Evans. Are you are you pizza and grill? Mm. The one with the pictures up? No, that one's across that one's across from Scarlet Pub. Oh. Um. <clears throat> I forgot what it was. No, Daniel's is near nightclub, but it's like further down. Now, so there's one like right next to nightclub, sort of across from like a Mediterranean restaurant. I think it's PJ's. Oh, it PJ's. Yeah, blue PJ's. Awning. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, blue awning. Yeah, so I would go to PJ's to get like specialty slices, <laughs> like buffalo chicken. I love it; it's so good. Um, but if I'm going to get like, or I would go to um, the crazy across from pub. Are you hung are you hungry? Pizza and grill. 
Oh yeah, that one. That was um, the one with all the pictures, right? Yeah, not, yeah. I I love that place. That place was great, uh, especially because the owner was super nice. But if I'm gonna get a whole pie, I would go to I think it was just like Pizza City. It was like across from PJ. It's like on the corner. <laughs> yeah, I would go there because it was like I didn't care. I just needed the calories. It was like yeah. ten bucks for a whole pie. You a Daniel's guy at all? I guess I, you never really like uh, lived near Daniel's, but. I mean, I've been there once or twice, but uh, I feel like PJ's and RU Hungry and Grill was definitely like my top two spots. Daniel's is like my favorite slice of pizza. And I think I would like fight. Like I would really defend it to the death. And now that I'm looking back on it, when you're, especially when it's like late at night, they're all kind of the same. <laughs> mm, yeah. But no, Pizza City was my first ever slice of pizza at Rutgers on my orientation night. And it was like me and a few other girls and Parker drove us there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That was the no. first thing I had, Pizza City. and There's no shortage of pizza in New Brunswick. No, I think I'm like, I'm like, do you miss it? Because you're in Texas. I'm like done with it. I I don't know the last time I've had a pizza this slice. I literally had pizza yesterday. But it was like a, it was like a, um like a gourmet, like pizza. It was like a nice Oh, one. okay. Those are different. I can do like a, like a coal fired grill. Yeah, yeah, like those are definitely different than like a college slice. Yeah. I don't know, I like sometimes I'm like, I mean, I miss bagels so much. I get them like delivered here sometimes. I was gonna say you oh. should have your mom like ship them to you. That was yeah. my plan. I said if I move out of state, I'll just pay my mom to like express ship me bagels. Yeah, I get them shipped sometimes, but like I do miss like just being like there also is Taylor and Ham here where I'm able to buy like the New Jersey one. Yeah. Um so I'm able to like make Taylor and Megan cheeses here, but like there's nothing like going into a bagel mm-hmm. shop. Exciting. anywhere in jersey like literally anywhere in jersey and just like getting like a bacon egg and cheese or like a taylor ham egg and cheese or something especially on like a sunday morning that was always i literally said that to my friend the other day <laughs> it's like i dropped them off like early in the morning i was like i want to go to a bagel shop right now so bad and just get, like, <laughs> a coffee and just like see italian dudes there yeah like see italian dudes in there like read the newspaper or something <laughs> yeah. like, i missed that but besides that yeah oh my gosh i think that's got to be the best part because i mean there's beaches all over this place it's got to be the bagel stores where you can get like a two dollar bagel they're so fast they don't want to talk to you they just want to know what you want and how many they ring you up on their like little tiny notepad and like ancient cash register (laughs) and then you're out of there yeah and then deli delis and italian food that's those are the last two things so like delis for like subs and stuff just like can't get a sub down here or like a good italian sandwich you can't get a sub not like a good italian there's, there's, there's a jersey mics down here that's like the closest that i've seen for like good like authentic. they don't have the like pizza places with like the yeah. it's like you know it's like crappy in the front and then you could actually sit down and order like a bowl yes, yes, exactly yeah like they don't have that here there's like not great italian food down here either but what i don't have to for? their seafood isn't oh, it's for seafood? seafood there's no seafood in the middle of texas oh well i guess not in the middle of texas yeah maybe it's like that's shipped out here which is pretty good actually but um now uh barbecue our meat all literally all the meat uh, like, the beef out here is great See, I can't, barbecue is not one of those things that I could eat Italian food every day and I'll be fine. Barbecue food, like it, it, I'll, it puts me out of commission. I'll yeah, not no, it's a lot. Yeah. But I've like been dying just to get like, man, like just like a muscle, like mussels with like pasta and our red sauce. Oh, dish. that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite dish of all time. 
Yeah. All right, I can't wait to be back in Jersey. I'm going to come to Jersey probably for like a week in the summer. Um, yeah, yeah. To be like at the shore. So I'm going to literally be eating like Italian food like every day. Yeah, there's this place in Asbury. Um, I forget what it's called. I'll have to look it up. It's like moon something. Went for my brother's birthday last year and it's right on like the water. And they catch their like seafood and stuff from the ocean right there. So I got like a seafood pasta and it was so good. Just yeah. Can't beat it. So good. Exactly. Yeah. I miss that the most. Yeah, that's all right. It, it'll always be here. That's fine. Um, I'll, well, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I kept you for a while, but I'm excited for you to come. I'll have to come out to Austin. It's been on my bucket list. I just haven't made any moves, but I'll get there one day yeah whatever you want get a place to stay get a tour guide drive you around i live like five minutes from the airport and five minutes from the city i'm like dead center. oh it's perfect super close it's perfect i think getting an uber like from into the airport is the most annoying thing i i oh, i'm glad you said that i hate it like i go home and like i'm telling my parents like someone needs to pick me up like yeah, I, will, oh, yeah. I, use uber. I hate it no i have to do it like I don't know what the problem is because on the Uber app, you can select like what terminal you need to be dropped off at. My Ubers can never figure it out. Like they can. Ne- I When I was leaving Houston, the guy circled the airport like five times until my friend was finally just like, let us off here and we will figure it out. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Well, do you want to tell people where they can follow you on Instagram and TikTok before we hop off? Yeah, sure. I mean, you guys can follow me uh, on Instagram. It's going to be Tyler Hayek uh h-a-y-e-k is the last name and then my tiktok is gonna be the same thing just with an extra k at the end so tyler hayek h-a-y-e-k okay perfect well thanks for joining me tyler i appreciate it liz nice talking to you all right everyone that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of confessions of a gym rat thank you for bearing with me through my scratchy post vacation voice i I don't know. I need to sleep. I need to not be jet lagged anymore. Um, Stay tuned for next week's episode. Make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube at Lifts with Liz. And then follow me on Instagram at Lifts with Liz and on TikTok. Please submit your questions so we can do more questions next week. I did not get any more this week, um, but I'm excited to talk to you. I hope you have a fabulous week. Stay healthy, happy, and we'll talk again next Monday. Bye.